Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, uh, here with my sub-in co-host of the day. Sarah's not going to be joining us today. Everything's okay. Nobody worry. Um, but we we do need someone to join us on this journey in college. I can't be alone talking about the college days. So I'm joined here by Asia. Asia, how are you? Hello, Jess. I'm so I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I, you know, I feel like these days are just, I mean, so much is happening now that like summer's kicking off. I feel like plans are finally happening yep. and it hasn't been that way for a couple of years. <laughs> so Yeah, you I know. feel like finally people's schedules are packed with things to do because it's not <laughs> only nice outside, but it actually feels safe to go outside. So exactly. yeah. Exactly. So I'm doing really well. Um, I am so glad to be joining you for these two episodes. It's so funny. Every time I think this is my third time coming back. And every time I watch the episodes, it just takes me back to a time and place. I'm mm-hmm. like, why? I remember this episode so well. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, very excited to dive into it. Um, it's always just like a refresher every scene. I'm like, oh, yeah, then this happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've definitely hit a new vibe of Boy Meets World because obviously we are now I mean, we started season six. They weren't quite in college yet. We were still mm-hmm. kind of fixing up the leftover stuff from the season five finale of like, will Corey and Topanga get married? Like, what's the deal there? And so now we have the first official college episodes and it definitely has a distinct vibe to it. Um, I feel like each section of Boy Meets World, you can kind of, there's maybe like three or four different sections, right? Where you mm-hmm. have like really young kids, then they're in high school, you get like the romance phase uh, and now they're in college. And 
Um, the thing I love about this is that even though they are in college, they're still the same characters you know and love. Um, and so, like, you have Corey freaking out about the co-ed bathrooms. <laughs> like, yes. It's just, it's really funny. I don't um, know if I expected, I mean, like, okay, you know Corey, but I don't know if I expected him to have this, like, quarter-life crisis at yeah. the beginning of college. Um, just, I mean, it, it makes sense, everything that he was going through these two episodes, but it was just, like, you know, he, how we've seen the transformation of Eric, you know? Yes. Like, he he has changed because he's not that same guy that he was in high school. And he's just, like, having to just rediscover himself in college. And so I was hoping that, like, before knowing, you know, what happened, I was hoping that Corey would be on this new journey. And mm-hmm. he's just the same old Corey. He is. He's the same old Corey. And I and like it's like, I mean, we might as well jump into the episode because that's how we start things out on the third episode of season six, Ink College Great, where Corey is there. Uh, Sean and him are walking into their dorm room and they're both like super excited. And Corey, especially, <laughs> I love Sean saying, I don't want to immediately be established as the woohoo boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Because Corey is way too excited. He's just like, you know, this isn't this isn't high school anymore. We need to like take and savor this moment. Uh, And and the funny thing is, Asia is like, so I didn't go to uh, a college where I needed to dorm. I Mm -hmm. went to a local college. So I never I never lived in a dorm room. Um, but I don't know. I don't know that I would ever describe a dorm room as beautiful um, in the (laughs) way that Corey does. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, I know that my freshman year dorm was like in a dungeon of sorts. Oh, no. It was on the <laughs> ground floor mm. of um, the dorm that I lived in. And so it was, I mean, we had the pull, like our beds were pull out kind of situations, right? Yeah. So you have them pushed in, they're kind of similar to a couch. You pull them out, that's, that's your twin bed. And so it was like anything but beautiful, just the yeah. smallest of spaces. Like, I swear, probably the size of like the smallest bedroom at my house, which I've like transformed to my podcast studio. <laughs> like, if yeah. I look around here, it was this is the size that me and another person, thankfully, it was someone I knew from high school, but me and another person lived in <laughs> for an entire year. Yeah, so you had a similar situation to Corey and Sean where, and maybe maybe that's why they're so high on it because they're just like, it's it's like their space, right? Yes. Especially Sean, like, I mean, he did live in an apartment with Jack, but like, you know, he's he's rooming with Corey, he's rooming with his best friend. So I guess it makes sense that they're excited. Yeah. Um. And, uh, and yeah, and I love Corey immediately just pulling out pudding and eating <laughs> pudding is the first meal in his dorm room is he's gonna eat some pudding and Sean is just like, no pudding, no woohooing, like, that's it. Does pu- pudding carry well? No, like, I mean, I don't think it's not like yogurt in which like, I feel like a room temperature pudding is probably still decently fine. Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, pudding is not exactly the most mobile of foods, right? Like you need a spoon. If you need a utensil to eat a snack, it's not necessarily something I'm going to travel with, you know? Right. Because then, yeah, it's just a whole ordeal. But I, I understand this, like Corey wanting to make it a moment. 
Like he wants entering the dorm to be a moment. Yes. He wants like seeing it for the first time. That's a moment. Like this is this is happening for the first time. It's just it's it's so funny because I kind of had that mindset at the beginning of college, and then just once college, just the, just throughout the rest of the four years, it was just like okay, we'll forget about like the first or yeah. the last. This is the last time I'm gonna do this. Um, but it, it's funny because you just you want to do that because it's such a big moment. At, it's a a stamp of like freedom. Yeah, especially Corey is definitely the type to be very nostalgic about things, be very mm-hmm. sentimental about things. Um, and uh, and yeah, and but Sean is more like, listen, I don't want to be known as putting boys' best friend. Like, we need to like, yeah, we could re, you know, we could reinvent ourselves, but you, you know, just like be yourself, just no pudding. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so then, yeah, then, uh, Corey's family all comes in and he's like, oh, you, f- I for- you forgot something when you left the car. And he's like, my pudding trunk. <laughs> I can't be good. It can't be hygienic. There's no, no way. I, I feel like pudding needs a certain temperature. And saying, a like, I don't roll, you don't roll up to college with like a trunk full of snack packs. Like you have to like. Yes, maybe like chips or like cookies or like Rice mm-hmm. Krispie treats. I don't know, like a mobile snack. <laughs> right. Doesn't make a ton of sense, but I do think this tracks that. Like, I do remember dropping my brother off at a mm-hmm. four-year college. Um, he went away to college, and I do remember bringing so much crap with us that like not all of it even fit in his yes. dorm room because they're so small. <laughs> yeah, like, and I think certain only certain things are allowed, right? So like you can't like and it depends on the college, but like some you can have microwaves, some mm-hmm. you can't. I remember it being a whole thing, and so it's not surprising to me that like the entire family has shown up for this, minus Eric. Who right wasn't invited? I guess. I know. Poor Eric. I mean, just Amy's uh, how she prioritizes her children. Yeah, they're. I feel so bad. It feels like, especially more recently, they've been leaving Eric off of things, mm-hmm. um, or like just being like, "Oh, Eric doesn't count." You know, yeah. like he has no. There's no hope for him. Yeah. Um, they're recognizing too that we are in the dumb Eric territory. I guess. Yes. <laughs> Everybody knows. Yeah. Very meta of them. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they didn't go ahead and uh, cry in this moment. Um, yeah. I mean, because like, I feel like it wouldn't have, I don't think it would have been too much for Amy to shed a couple tears, like actual tears. Um, I remember my freshman year, my parent, my, my family dropped me off and we're like, okay, bye. Everybody's in a good mood. It was my mom, dad, and my brother. And then I realized that my mom had forgotten something in my room. And so I got it and I went chasing down the hallway to give it to her. And she was bawling. Aww. She like waited right until they left to just kind of like fully unload. I was like, <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm not gone forever. Oh, that's very sweet though. Yeah. yeah, it's it's odd that they don't, they leave it lighter here yeah. where Corey is just like, oh, all right, see you guys later. Um, And so then Morgan is the first to like hug Corey and then everybody joins in. And I was very happy because at first I was like, what about Sean? Like yeah. Sean doesn't even have anyone there. Yeah. And then they're like, come on, Sean. And so they just like a big old hug. Yeah, that was so sweet. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and so, yeah. So then uh, Corey's just like, Sean, we're, we're in college. Like we did it. We nailed it. Uh, and Angela and, um, and Topanga join them. And like, this is the start of the college years. All of them are at Pembroke again, very <laughs> sitcom tropey of the times where yes. like 
all of your friend group ends up at the same college. Right. Um, so yeah, so uh can you can you remind me? Yeah. Um, when did Sean meet Angela? Sean met Angela, I think it was season five. It was right. last season. It was very early last season that they mm-hmm. met and started dating. And she was she was at John Adams High. Yes. So okay. she was, I want to say she had like been there for a while, but it was like our introduction to her. Okay. I don't think okay. she like was a new student or anything like that. Okay. Um. Yeah. So they haven't been dating for a super long time, but they've been fairly serious about each other this mm-hmm. whole time. Um. And so then they go out. So they go and uh, like look in the hallways and it there very much does remind me of the set of, um, for uh, Jack and Eric's uh, college, or excuse me, their their apartment. Like the hallway looks exactly the same, um, mm-hmm. but instead of the elevator, we get the co-ed bathrooms. Yeah. And so, like, this is a huge deal for Corey, right? Let's let's all remember, like, this is the '90s. Um, this is a, a big deal at the time. Uh, from this, any colleges I've seen, it usually was like every other floor was. So you'd have like a boys floor and then a girls floor and then a boys floor. I think mm-hmm. that was like state schools. I imagine a lot of like uh, liberal arts colleges or private schools are probably different. Um, I don't know. What about you, Asia? How was your college kind of separated out? Yeah. So I definitely went into college thinking this was going to be the situation because that was my only frame of reference. Yeah. Um, but for us, it was so the floors were mixed, um, men and women, and then the uh community bathrooms were like okay this is the community bathroom for the guys this is the community bathroom for the oh, girls. Okay. so they didn't share community yeah. bathrooms but we were all on the same floor like even when i was a because re- i stayed on campus all four years and so uh my last so freshman year i stayed there and then the, the next three years i was a resident assistant and so i always had male residents uh-huh. and so um but i had a private bathroom yeah so so some rooms had private bathrooms just like a very select few usually the ra rooms and then the residents all they had there were just like the uh the bathrooms were separated yeah 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 so like this is definitely more like of a modern thing there are a lot of co-ed bathrooms now like no one would find in fact it's like something that we were all like fighting to get is like just a, a general bathroom. It doesn't need to be gendered. Right. Really, you know, why does it matter? Mm-hmm. But for Corey, this is a big deal. Um, I love the like, just like on Ally McBeal, it's like very much mm-hmm. set in times. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh Corey, everyone else goes in the co-ed bathrooms. Corey cannot bring himself to go in there. He's too uncomfortable with it. He's like, I just got comfortable going in front of guys. <laughs> Um, so poor Corey, he's having a hard time adjusting. Yes. Um, I feel like this makes a ton of sense for the character too. Like we'll see later what happens when he registers for classes, but like of the three or of the four friends in the friend group, I think it makes most sense that Corey would struggle the most to adjust to college life. Right. Like Topanga seems very open, you know, to mm-hmm. like open to trying new things. Like I, I would not have any concerns about Angela. Sean, he embraces it, which is expected. Yeah. So it's so funny that it's to the point that he won't even go in. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, there's a level of like, okay, well, you know, this is my bathroom. So I'm just going to have to just be there and be uncomfortable, maybe be skittish while he's in there. But yeah. no, he <laughs> just won't even go in. 
I want to know what his alternative was. Yeah, I mean, he, I, he'd have to leave the building and like yeah. go find another bathroom, right? Like there's no other way. What else is he supposed to do? Right. I think a nice touch would have been like him going over to Eric's apartment. Just to go to, to like, the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Shower and then and he like runs into Rachel and is like, I can't get away. Yeah, that's true. That would be really funny. Uh, I could totally see that as like a subplot of this, yeah. uh, this episode. <laughs> Um, so then they go to register, which this was interesting to me. Um, when I went to college and I went to a state school as a freshman, my first semester, they signed me up for classes. I didn't pick any classes. Um, I I think it's pretty popular with state schools, at least in New York, that Mm -hmm. like there you talk to like your guidance counselor and you tell them like what your major is because with state schools in New York, usually your first semester is just going to be a bunch of general education courses anyway. You're not getting into like your actual major yet. A lot of people don't even have their major picked out at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found it interesting that Corey was like Corey and the gang were all picking out um, their own classes like they had to physically go and register for classes. Yeah. Um, what was your experience like that, uh, Asia? Like, did you did you get to pick out your own courses for freshman year? Yeah. So so I went to the University of Texas at Austin, but I was in the business school. But at mm. the business school, they don't let you pick your major until sophomore year because they probably oh. would have a ton of people changing their major. Yeah. So we're, te- we're, we're considered unspecified business. And so what they did was we had these things all across UT called fre- um, FIGS, freshman interest groups. And it basically was a way to have like a homeroom. Basically, it was a group of students okay. that had the same like three to four classes together. So if we signed up for a FIG, we would automatically sign up for the classes associated with that gotcha. FIG. And then outside of that, we could register for our own classes. So I remember specifically thinking like registration is so easy. Like <laughs> I just have to worry about like a couple extra classes. And then it, it really hit me sophomore year. It was like, oh, I really need to, you know, have my classes in order, be in front of the computer when it's time for my last name to register. Yes, because they get yeah. they get booked so quickly. Yes, exactly. So, like, obviously, this is a different time in terms of, like, you know, the technology is very different. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, they're not in front of a computer. They're actually going at these, like, different sign-up booths to register. Um, and Topanga is the one who says, like, listen, it's not, it's not a big deal. Like, just look for something that says Intro 2 or 101. You know, you're not going to be doing anything that's going to be high level. Um, And Corey's like, yeah, well, if you want to go the safe route, you know, (laughs) Um, and he Corey wants to reinvent himself. And he says the old Corey would have chosen the easy courses, the safe route. Um, But he's not going to be trampled by the masses. Uh, He wants to choose out something that's going to be more challenging. And obviously we're going to he's going to get into a whole thing with this. Like, this is such a poor decision. I can't believe that his guidance counselor like. This is why you have guidance counselors, right? To like talk you out of decisions like these. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, he he thinks because we we think naturally, like, okay, the way it happened with Sean, the way it happened with Eric, that they transformed into their new selves once they hit college or once right. they were around college. But with Corey, he thinks he has to force it. <laughs> like he thinks that this one decision, even though yeah. he's acting like himself in every other situation, being scared about the bathrooms, just with yeah. his pudding. So it's funny that like when it matters, the place where you should be the safest because you have no idea how you can handle a college course load. 
he's like, oh, no, I can just what even if I don't know what the subject is, they can teach me it. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. He just is like ready to go all in on college. And like he's trying to it, it, the courses he chooses. We'll talk about them when we get there. <laughs> um, meanwhile, with Jack and Eric, Rachel is having a moment. I think it's like, is it Eric who calls her Rach? And she starts crying. And I thought the timing of this was interesting because literally like uh, it might have been last episode. Rachel was like burning her boy for her ex-boyfriend's mm-hmm. things. But now I guess it's really hitting her that yeah. she's single. She's like, oh, my boyfriend used to call me Rach. Yeah. Uh, and she's crying. <laughs> it's literally the stages of, of, of a breakup. Like she's she, mm-hmm. first she was just like it hit her right once it happened and then Mm -hmm. she was angry and then you know now she's in that point of just being sad yeah (laughs) like it 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 feels so delayed but I guess we're still at the beginning of the school year so it's really like because I guess it was what two weeks before school really started when they kicked Sean out when Rachel moved in it was like two months two months yeah well started and so it's kind of like girl like it's been a few months like what this is a bit delayed but sure um yeah, I, I guess it's just they're doing it just to make the the storyline yeah. work um and so they, they want to go sign up for classes and eric doesn't even like realize what's going on jack is of course the more sensitive one of the two um and he's just like uh come on we gotta we gotta move we gotta go we gotta go um <laughs> And uh, and Jack is trying to comfort her. And he's like, listen, I know you're like living with two guys. You don't even know them yet. Everything's just like hitting you at once. And she's just like, oh, you're so sensitive. Uh, I need to find a way to pull myself out of this. And then Eric, this is like truly the, the sh- like the reason you see the reasoning why like she likes both of them. She's torn between them. Like if they were one person combined, it would work mm-hmm. out because Eric goes over and he starts singing Little Cabin in the Woods. And like, <laughs> Did Jack you know is that like, song? I didn't know. Okay. Okay. I had never heard of this song before. Me neither. <laughs> um, And then Rachel joins in and it seems to be working. Like they're laughing. Meanwhile, Jack like doesn't understand what just happened. Um, And she's just like, oh, you, you're so fun. You're so great. If you two were one guy, I'd be in real trouble. And so she leaves and they both, of course, get the light bulb in their head of like, ah, I see one guy. (laughs) Right. It's funny that like, you know, the fact that this was in 98, obviously it wasn't a more common thing, but hey, these days thruples are a thing we i feel like if this was made 10 years later we would have gotten the thruple storyline right Um, honestly i could kind of see it working for this Mm -hmm. particular trio um but yeah unfortunately for us it's 10 years too soon i think for the (laughs) thruple storyline um (laughs) uh and then we get we're back at penbrook and we get Corey. um he's going all in on penbrook he has gotten so generous of him to get all of his friends penbrook sweatshirts like Mm -hmm. i I, those are not cheap school at all um, school (laughs) spirit you know clothing anything like that is going to be very expensive (laughs) and like that sweatshirt was probably at least $50. $50. Oh, definitely. Definitely <laughs> so. at least 50 bucks. And he bought four of them. Yes. Um, so he dropped all this money and then he signed up for his courses. Quantum physics, theoretical calculus, inorganic chemistry, and forensic pathology. 
the fact that the like the only thing that I really know is absolutely difficult is that inorganic chemistry because organic chemistry like okay that's all I would hear from like my med friends is just like oh my god that's the worst class so you went another level and tried inorganic and I don't understand like usually at least again in my experience with state schools you cannot sign up for mm-hmm. a lot of these like 201, 301, 401 classes yeah. unless you have the prereqs of like a 101. And yeah. usually on top of that, they're um, they're uh, left open for upperclassmen. Uh, usually freshmen are boxed out of them. So I'm like, how did you even get into these classes? <laughs> right. And like, what are you majoring in? Like, are you going right. to be a doctor? Like, those are like, <laughs> these are all like very science-based classes. So like- Corey never gave me science vibes never that like literally what was the thought process because it wasn't what am I going to do with my life and it wasn't what what are my day-to-day going to look like when it comes to homework um so it, it was hilarious that these are the classes he chose because yeah like I mean we're literally finding holes in the Pembroke registration system because yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually <laughs> these classes have prereqs yes. and all of the one-on-one classes that he needs to take are those prereqs for these classes so yeah and I like I know he's trying to like reinvent himself but is he reinventing himself as a scientist like who <laughs> is this new Corey I don't understand it you'd think that like um in the past when he's tried to reinvent himself or change himself he usually leans more into being like sean where he's like a party guy a fun Mm. guy a go with guy um party guy is not signing up for quantum physics so (laughs) i just don't know who exactly he's trying to be here um but everyone is very nervous for him they're like this is not how you do something like topanga's like this is an impossible load you're gonna be crushed to death by it um and uh and yeah and Sean's like all I wanted was for you to stop eating pudding yeah that's it (laughs) it's funny because I think this is just like with Corey this is the one thing he's getting to choose Mm -hmm. because he's going to college with his same friends right so he doesn't have to choose his friends so it's like that area of his life is unlocked and then he has his place he doesn't have to choose a place to live he's that's okay and then you know he doesn't it, with the bathroom situation, he doesn't necessarily have to choose it, but it's just like his natural surroundings. He's dealing with the environment. And so it's like, okay, now he's given the power of choice. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, now I can do something. <laughs> now yeah. I can act like I'm in college. Yeah, it feels very much like he's trying to take control in the only way he knows how. But mm-hmm. with terrible decision making. <laughs> um, I think it's Topanga who looks at the textbooks he's bought and it's like, she's like, this is gibberish. He's like, it's not gibberish. It's new and exciting. And so he walks up to apparently one of his professors that he already recognizes. Like, Corey apparently knows everything about the Pembroke scene. <laughs> yeah. um, and he's just it was like, an, oh. it was the same professor he registered with. Oh, okay. So that yeah. makes more sense then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, I'm having some trouble understanding the course material. Can you give me like a, a brief synopsis? And I do, I I remembered this specific moment. I feel like it was like yes. stuck in my brain somewhere where yes. he's just like, like he just literally <laughs> says nothing. And it's so funny. Like it's so ridiculous. Yes. I'm the exact same way. I literally remembered exact like him, this actor doing that specifically. Yeah. And it's so funny how that works out. Cause I literally was six years old watching this episode and 
it, it, I mean, it takes me back to like even the Rugrats. There's like specific yes. episodes I remember of the Rugrats and I could just tell you like beat by beat. It's just, it's so funny how that, you know, that's like 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. It, oh, for wait, some reason, no, no, this no, is... not 15. Way more than that. <laughs> 20, We're 25. Pretend, pretend it's just 15. Let's just pretend it's just 15 <laughs> for our own sake. Right. Um. But yeah, like this moment definitely sticks in my head. Yes. And, uh, and you, I feel like you get the moment moment where like it's very much like the the meme of the dog with the fire where it's like everything's fine everything's fine yes. Every, you know it's all good here <laughs> yeah um and so Corey goes to his guidance counselor who like again should have been involved from the beginning but that's fine mm-hmm. um and uh he's just like yeah I just you know is there any way I could get out of every single course I've already signed up for <laughs> yeah. um and uh and he's like yeah I'm really nervous like I don't know about this uh and he's like you can drop any course you want and you could pick up any course that's open uh and Corey's just like okay great i want anything that says intro to and he's like oh those are gone it's like <laughs> yeah this this is more realistic to college life it's like yes. you want to sign up for a course you're a day later than everyone else oops all of the 101 courses are already filled yes and i i i remember it like even not even a day goes by because the way that ut would do it is this semester, they're starting at the beginning of the alphabet per, by last name. Next semester, they're going to start at the end of the alphabet. Literally, yeah. they could get to you and the specific calculus class you need is filled up. And then you're getting on a wait list. And then you're like, okay, well, That's a nightmare. I just hope that people drop this class or I'm just stuck. You know, and it leaves you doing summer classes and stuff like that. But yeah, this is super realistic. Yeah. And I just, I love the, like, the, the change of, like, completely unrealistic to completely realistic like, yeah. quickly in this episode <laughs> right he's just like oh i made like a really big mistake i don't know what to do can you help me fix this and he's like they're they're closed like you you know uh and i i hate this guidance counselor i feel yes, like he he's is awful. the worst mm-hmm. he's not good at his job he says one in three students won't make it through their freshman year college isn't for everyone uh he's like if you find simple course selection which i First of all, it's like kind of rude. And also it's not simple. Like no. there, it's uh, yeah. Some people, maybe it is of like, oh, I need these gen ed classes. Let me just pop in a few. But for some, it's like your first semester of college, you're already very overwhelmed and you're trying to choose your first set of classes. You know, this isn't the second or third time you've done this. It's the first time. Yeah. And this guy's a jerk. He's just like, oh, if you find this overwhelming, perhaps you need to decide <laughs> if it's actually for you. It's just like what exactly and it's like no you are supposed to tell me what applies to my major like what I need (laughs) because do I need a foreign language do I not which is like very important to uh certain majors like I remember when I started we as business majors we did not have to have a foreign language we just it it, that seems odd like you would think you need to learn something but then like the people that started in college like two years later from then on it was a requirement so it all it mattered like when you enter college. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this guy is awful. Like what what's your purpose? <laughs> yeah, it's uh it, it's really messed up. Like Corey even says he's like you're my guidance counselor. <laughs> like you're supposed to help me guide me out of trouble. And he's like this is college. This is the real world. And it's just like what? Like this is I feel like he should have done a way better job. You're right. Like, usually they're like, oh, this is your major. Here's a list of classes you probably are going to need to take. Instead, he's just like, eh, maybe you're not cut out for college. It's like, <laughs> oh, 
how ridiculous is this guy? They really need to, Feeney should have replaced this guy. Yeah, it's um, like they were, he was like patting him on his head, like, this isn't for you. Yeah, but very it, condescending. <laughs> yeah, he basically represents anything that people think about college. Like, I remember I had an English teacher in high school that anytime we like someone would sneeze and we would say bless you she's like they're not gonna you're they're not gonna accept that in college your professor is going to shut you up and they are going to kick you out of the class if you interrupt their class bless you you. i kid you not so we all went to college like should we say bless you you? i don't know (laughs) yeah and it's like we all experienced our first time we're like College professors are way more casual. I was going to say they're so laid back. They don't care. Yes, exactly. That's very funny. They don't get paid to care about that. That's very funny. Exactly. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, And so Corey's really upset. And so the thing is, is I love how we get absolutely no information on how Corey goes all the way out to Wyoming. Like (laughs) he literally gets on a plane and flies to Feeney to confront him, to yell at him, to say, you lied to me. You filled me with all this education. You didn't prepare me for life. Um, and Feeney is just like, um, I'm it's good to see you. Hi. It's <laughs> fishing. <laughs> I I couldn't believe like when he explained because Feeney at one point asked like how he got out there and he was like, Oh, I used the lids of the pudding cups to pay for miles yes. to get out here. Yeah, pudding labels got him to Omaha and then he <laughs> bust from there. Uh, he met a Native American and a militia guy. Casino's good, government bad. This is such a journey. And he's supposed to be in college. Like, he's literally missing days of college to do this. <laughs> what? Exactly. For just a weekend. This is wild. Absolutely wild. Like, I want to know what pudding he's eating. Like, are these, like, did the pudding, did Snack Pack run, like, one of those, like, Monopoly things that McDonald's it? did? <laughs> to get air miles right for miles oh my gosh that's yeah, why he's I mean, eating so much pudding because he's like i want to travel when i get out of college i gotta start right. getting up my miles now yeah i'm sad to say that i just discovered the beauty of miles mm-hmm. like i am going to europe in a couple of weeks and my trip there and back were both paid by miles <gasps> amazing I, I know and i never had uh, accrued miles in the past but it was just at one point i just started exclusively using my credit card yep. and i just pay it off and i was like oh my god where have i been for yeah, 30 that's years what, that's what we did too we got like a credit card that specifically was good that has been said to be good for travel mm-hmm. because, to, because we wanted to do accrue the same thing accrue the points to be able to yeah. pay for miles yeah mm-hmm. Corey's too young for that i think at this right. point so that's why he's using the snack pack lids um and so he's like how's retirement and Feeney's like yeah I'm, I'm in a great day um he's like you know I used to like have to set my alarm wake up with the sun and now I can wake up whenever I want I have a big breakfast with the boys and there's like all these older men like sitting there fishing uh they're all, I love how they're all like dressed too for like they have like they're like bucket hats on they're like fishing yes. vests he's like we do whatever we want uh, today we decided to go fishing you know and, and Corey's just like that's all you do you just fish and he's like mm-hmm. well we swap stories we enjoy the outdoors and then there's each other's company um and uh and yeah and so they're all just like sitting and chatting um and uh and it just doesn't seem this does not seem like a Feeny situation right like this doesn't mm-hmm. seem like Feeny's idea of a good time yeah it's like he's trying to fit the scene 
similar to kind of what Corey is trying to do. Yeah. But it's like, no, you, which I mean, it kind of like fits the theory to the other, to, to what we get into in episode four, just like your environment affecting you. It's like, even though Feeney was in this environment, it didn't affect what he truly wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but uh, fishing is very relaxing. I can't knock it. I yeah, used to I fish think- a lot growing up. Same. I did. I went did a lot of fishing as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it with Feeny too. I don't think it's necessarily all Feeny either. I've heard this. Obviously, I'm not retired. Very far from it. <laughs> yeah, but I've heard this of people who, <laughs> who've retired of like, they can't relax. Like they have a really mm-hmm. tough time not doing anything. That's why I think so many retirees end up getting like a part time job or something just because they want some structure to their life still. Um, and Feeny, of course, is a very structured guy. Uh, and so, yeah, he's like, well, why did you travel all the way here just to insult me? Um, (laughs) Corey's just like, I envy you. Uh, this is the next best thing to being in a coma. (laughs) Just like, (laughs) what? Just doing, it's funny that he sees fishing as doing, like, he sees it as the equivalent of, like, staring at a blank wall. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, no, when you catch a fish, like, things happen. Yeah. He's just just like, I want to sit here and do nothing. (laughs) um it's it's amazing uh and so then we're back at the uh the apartment and uh jack gets home and eric is just like sitting there dressed in all black like (laughs) with a candle in front of him and he's just like she's gonna see how sensitive i am uh it's like what He's like bring he's like swooping the the candle flame towards him because yeah. that that adds to him being a sensitive guy. Yeah. Obviously that's what all sensitive men do. Yeah. Um and so Jack is just like you're an idiot. This is stupid. Uh and he's like you're trying to change who you are just so that she'll like you. He's and he's like she's going to see right through it. And Eric's like, no, she's going to fall for me, fall deep into my trap of sensitivity. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> so it's just, it's so ridiculous. Um, yeah, I love how Eric repeats after Jack to show like, I'm, isn't it like looking in a mirror? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm you. <laughs> no. Yeah. And so then that's when uh, Rachel comes home and Eric is, of course, sitting in front of the candle and he's like, you know, he's all sad and there's classical music playing. And Rachel's just like, what's the matter? He's like, it's the children. It's the children. <laughs> They're so little. Just all of them. All the children. <laughs> all the children. The world is a melancholy place. Um, I wish he would have pressed harder. I just wanted to see where he could go with this. I feel like it would have been very much like a, if anybody's seen The Office, like a Michael Scott moment where he starts the sentence not really knowing where the yes. hell it's going to end up. Like, <laughs> just the children. That's the first thing that comes to his mind. All of them. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me. I, I need, I'm due for uh, my my next... <laughs> A rewatch of The Office. I feel like everyone is always due for a rewatch of The yeah. Office. Like it's such a show that you could put on like while you're working and yes. you like know all the lines, but it's still just the perfect show for that. Oh, it's um, so good. Yeah, it's so great. The world is a melancholy place where human relationships must rise to the forefront of our too brief experience on this insignificant <laughs> swirling blue orb until we're extinguished like a flickering flame. And he goes to like touch the flame of the candle and burns himself. It's so funny because I watch this like while my brother is in town. My brother's like, he forgot to lick his finger first. Yeah, that's the trick, right? 
<laughs> and uh and so then Rachel's just like, Oh, that's the most sensitive thing I've ever heard. You want to go do laundry with me? Uh and Jack is just like astonished. Like she, he's like, What is happening right here? And Eric is giddy. He's like, dude, this is her bra. Like he's so excited to yeah. go do laundry with Rachel. It's hilarious. Cause I like initially I was like, where is she going with this? But yeah. you know, I was like, okay, I get it now. Yeah, but- she's smarter than the boys uh, give her credit for. Oh, absolutely. Um, so we're back in Wyoming and uh and George is ready. He like Feeney is ready to go do something else. He's like, Who's up for a movie? And they're like, What well, let's wait till it rains. We're fishing now. The fish are really jumping. <laughs> and he's well, like, like, Oh, I can tell. Yeah, he's like, There's nothing happening here. There's no fish to be caught. Uh and uh and yeah, so everyone is on Walter's side. Feeney is like way too he's he needs to relax more, right? They're they're like, no, we have plenty of time. Everybody chill. <laughs> um, and so then Corey has now joined the men. He is dressed like them. Uh, and they're like, Corey's too too young a name to be here. Um, and he's like, and I, I do love the, the change of Corey now, now that the, he's graduated and Feeney is no longer his principal, he calls yeah. him George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it felt weird to hear yeah. that. But then also where is Corey staying with Feeney? Gosh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I, I truly hope so. <laughs> like I can understand why Feeney would be already at his wit's end if that's the yeah. case. Because she's just like, listen, I've indulged your fantasy for a weekend, hoping you'd come to your senses, right. but no one here comes to their senses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh Ned pops up and he's just like, Don't insult our way of life, George. And he's just like, Listen, I'm not ready for your way of life. Let's let's go. We're we're going back to school. And he and he calls uh he calls uh Corey Walter back to school, mm-hmm. Walter. <laughs> right. Oh uh, gosh, that yeah, the the transformation that Corey went through this weekend mm-hmm. is, is, is bigger than the transformation he experienced going from high school to college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so then we're back uh, in the laundry room, and Eric is giddy. He's just like, "Oh, I'm so happy you've seen the sensitive side of me." Uh, and she goes over and she locks the door, and he's like, "Why did you lock the door?" Um, she's like, "Well, if someone if it was open, someone could come in." Uh, she's like, I brought you here because I've never been more attracted to you than I am right now. And I do, I do love. I did remember this too. Rachel throwing Eric up yes. on the Woo. up on the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Wee! Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's so funny. She's she's like, I'm so hot. Um, this dryer's on fluff. Uh, and it's just, it's so funny. Uh, she like is trying to put the moves on him and he's like trying to slow her down. She's like, what's the matter? Don't you want me? He's like, not in the laundry room. I always figured if we do this, it would be in a romantic flea bag hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you have a whole apartment where y'all have, well, I'm assuming it's a, like a three bedroom. So they have their own bedrooms, yeah. <laughs> but, but with Eric, he has to take it to another level has to go to the flea bag motel uh and she's just like you were the perfect firm for me the perfect uh, the best thing i could do is you know be the perfect woman for you and then eric calls her out he's like i don't like this this isn't you i want you to be more like yourself uh and she's like if you're not yourself then who are you and he's like somebody else and he's like oh i get it now <laughs> 
I love how he was trying to make this a teaching moment for her. Yeah. This <laughs> lasted this it took Eric such a long time for the realization. Yes. To it did. <laughs> like an like inordinate she, amount of time for him to be like, oh yeah. Yeah, she literally had to ask clarifying questions for him yeah. to finally under uh, look in a mirror. Um, but I love this from Rachel. It just, I mean, it was very clever. It was the only way to get through to them. Because if she yeah. had just tried to explain, it would have gone one ear in one ear and out the other. She's like, okay, yeah. let me try something new. They they both agree to not change, to just be themselves. And he's like, okay, but you have to put me back on the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Wee! It's so stupid. So great. Yes. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so then we get Corey and Feeney speaking to his college guidance counselor um and he's like listen Feeney like I know you you were a teacher but that was at the high school level he's very condescending to Feeney too this yeah. is the college level um he's like listen there are plenty of incoming freshmen who are able to register correctly he wasn't perhaps he wasn't adequately prepared and we find out that this is Feeney's nephew yes Myron yeah <laughs> like, stupid Myron yeah perfect uh, and he's just like mother will be calling you this is so stupid. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And so Corey apologizes. He's like, oh, I failed you, Mr. Feeney. And Feeney's just like, I guess I didn't prepare you like I thought I did. Um, he's like, you know, maybe maybe it's a good thing I retired. And he's like, you know what? The most important things I learned from you have nothing to do with the courses. Uh, uh, what I learned from you is about life, how to make friends, how to help and support the people you care about. That's what you taught us. Mm -hmm. um and yeah this was like a very sweet moment i feel like a lot of times we get like feeny and eric hanging out so mm -hmm. it was kind of nice to have the alone time between Corey and feeny yeah and for Corey to reflect on like what what feeny has meant to him yeah. more so than you know we just yeah i feel like we've always in the previously just gotten that teacher student dynamic but i feel like Corey is finally realizing how it applies to his life outside of the classroom yeah yeah exactly i think it's it's really sweet and then it is nice to kind of see feeny reunite with the rest of the gang yeah um and they do something that i mean i don't even know how they did this to be honest but they did it <laughs> um they all dropped uh one class each to sign or sign Corey up for those classes um so he's in some classes uh with topanga and with sean um they returned his books they got him the right ones uh, and like this is and they say we have the same teacher you did like Feeney told like taught us you know that this is how we do things mm -hmm. um this was really sweet it does seem like Corey is now ready to start college um and yeah I thought that I, I really liked this moment even though I feel like it's extremely improbable that this is how they would be able to do this but you know they had to be very strategic because i so like when you're registering like at least at ut it was like okay it was recommended to, that you sign up for at least 12 to 18 hours so 12 hours is like four classes and 18 hours is six classes so it's possible they could have just all signed up for 18 hours and then dropped a class but what i don't get is how they signed Corey up for those class, like right, without because, his involvement yeah nowadays it would be like oh use your computer and register them but obviously yeah. back then it wasn't you'd have to go in person so yeah i don't know how they did this either but i'm glad <laughs> they did um and then of course we get the end scene with uh with jack <laughs> As a clown just like a honking a horn yes. he's on like a little tricycle 
Um, and, uh, and so then Rachel's just like, okay, Jack, come on. I have to go do laundry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rachel and, uh, Eric are like, okay, laundry room. Like it's yeah. a thing now. Yeah. And of course the bike is actually Eric's, um, no surprise there. Uh, I thought this was a really fun episode. I feel like this, even though we like the first two episodes of season six are pretty much kind of like a wrap up to season five. Mm-hmm. And this feels more like a proper start to the college years. Um, and I, I like it. Like, I think that it'd be interesting. Obviously I don't think it's going to happen, but it would have been interesting to kind of get each individual's reaction to starting college, right? What is Topanga yeah. doing? What is Sean doing? What is Angela doing? I feel like the Sean and Angela stuff comes into play a little bit in the next episode we're going to discuss. Mm-hmm. But overall, I thought this was like a really fun intro to the college years. It really was. Like, it did feel like a true episode one. And I wonder yeah. if just coming off of season five's finale, they felt like they really needed to unpack the proposal. Yeah. Because um, it was like, it could have just been a po- like that was like post season five. So yeah, th- I yeah. think this this episode really gave me you know premiere vibes. <laughs> yes. <And> so uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I really enjoyed it. It was really fun. I feel like we really got a side of Corey that we needed to get at the beginning of his college career, especially considering how he reacted to like. Um, all the changes that were going to be happening like uh oh his room is no longer going to be his at the house and potentially not everyone is going to be at college together like he was really struggling with those changes so it makes sense to me that he'd also be struggling with like the very beginnings of college and signing up for courses yeah exactly Um, but yeah we still have a second episode discussed so let's go to a quick ad break and then we will be right back to discuss uh season six episode four With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. Okay. Uh, friendly persuasion. So this one is interesting. I actually feel like I remembered this episode a little bit more than I did the last episode, specifically because I remembered Corey being so upset that Angela did not consider him to be. Friendly. Yes. <laughs> you know what? This always made me think like, I feel like this, I, I can reference the scene or this episode in my mind when I think about friend dynamics and like okay am I friends with my friend's spouse like have we ever talked one-on-one I'm like it's like Corey and Angela (laughs) yeah this and this also because we also had an episode in I gosh I want to say season four I think it might be season five um where there's like a very similar dynamic between Topanga and Sean and they Mm -hmm. have discussions of like are we actually friends like we both love Corey, but are we actually friends? And I think yeah. this one makes a ton of sense because no, we never see Corey and, T- and Angela hang out. Why really would they, if not in a group setting? Right. Um, so yeah, so let's let's get into this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we start off with like Corey and Topanga just like full on making out on a public couch in like a I don't know, a student lounge, I guess is what I'd call this. 
um this yeah kind of like the the union this is the place where you know everybody yes. hangs out yeah um pretty gross i'm like I, i'm very staunchly like anti-pda i'm not someone who's like gonna want to make out in front of a ton of people so this like really was like a bit much for me i'm like go yeah. back to your dorm room and make out why are you doing it right, right. here exactly especially when you both have roommates that are your friends and you know they could be gone so you could have some alone time it's just yeah, uh, yeah this video was it's it's too much it's too it much. was a lot yeah uh and then we have the opposite side of the spectrum where we have sean and angela and sean is just like it's it's freshman orientation we're supposed to meet new people and angela's like oh so you don't want to make out with me and he's just like i just want to meet new people and i've never met anybody while making out except <laughs> for one night um and i think Okay, if it's just this, if we don't get into the, like, him calling Angela his friend, right? Mm -hmm. If it's just this, I would agree. Like, not that I don't. Right. I think it's different. Like, you could still hang out around Angela and meet new people, but I wouldn't want to be making out at a freshman orientation when I'm trying to, like, meet new people. Like, right. you know, explore my uh, friend options. Yeah. It was a great point until the friend comment. Because yeah. They, they are they've already become so they're so dependent on each other as a friend group it's like how can like if they wanted to make more friends it's very hard to to penetrate that and to yeah. like to have a new friend and so sean's approach of making new friends like that is the right approach um yeah he just yeah he just needed to understand his current relationships yeah because then someone comes over a girl comes over she introduces herself and he says i'm sean this is my friend angela and it's like, oof, like that is a big no-no. Everyone knows that is like the massive red flag of any relationship is being introduced as someone's friend. Yeah. Cause it's like, how does that even accidentally like, cause in Angela's mind, she, she should never just be considered a friend to him. Yeah. And so it would have been different if it was just like a guy that came up since Sean isn't interested in guys guy came up, he'd be like, Oh yeah, this is my girlfriend. But the fact that a woman came up who you know, Angela probably thought that Sean would think she's attractive. Yeah. He does that. It's just like a double whammy. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, eventually the girl leaves and Angela's really upset. And Sean's like, I just made a mistake. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, and Angela says that I didn't know meeting new people was so important to you. You know, I don't want you to miss miss out on anything. Um, and he's like, What do you mean? She says, You want to meet new people, I'm not new people uh so what do you want it to mean um and this is we kind of leave them here where like Corey and topanga come up and they're just like these these orientations are great like i'm having a great time <laughs> oh gosh yeah it's just that it was just so cringy just mm -hmm. the 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 opposite situations that are going on here but the fact that Corey and Topanga ever thought that that was okay in front of a group of people yeah uh, so gross um and yeah like it is it is awkward like we leave Sean and Angela here and I don't know we'll get into it later like I feel bad for Angela I feel like everyone else has someone to confide in and and she's kind of left hanging mm -hmm. um but we're back at the co-ed bathroom again the notorious co-ed bathroom and uh and Corey still can't go in he still he still can't bring himself to enter. at least he has like his does he have his towel at this point it's like he had the intent I think he's standing outside of it like wanting With to his, go in yes yeah yeah 
he still can't um and uh and he's like you don't want to look at me she's like i'll look at you and he's like i knew it (laughs) (laughs) and so sean is like he's like oh i'm gonna go take a shower and meet chicks uh and and yeah like he's like uh hey my girlfriend's in there uh poor Corey still still can't go in there and he's like girl Mm -hmm. shower in there naked uh and Corey's like wait a minute you have your own naked girl I mean she has the potential to be naked um (laughs) and Sean just drops this very like casually like oh Angela and I decided to take a break Mm -hmm. like this is so strange like I feel like Okay, because theoretically, I guess it could be the same day. I guess in my mind, this was a different day. And I found it really weird that, like, Sean wouldn't have told Corey right when they went back to their dorm room together, you know? Yeah, it that was, yeah, that's odd because it would, you would think as his best friend, that's something he would tell him immediately. Yeah. But, you know, but I mean, but, but then again, Sean is very private and he always has a lot going on in his life. That yeah, he, he thinks is too heavy for Corey to handle. Sometimes he doesn't tell him things. Yeah, and this is the exact thing that Corey can't handle because he thinks the four of them should be together for the rest of their lives. So maybe that's yeah. why Sean didn't. I could see Sean not saying this to Corey because uh, Corey might have the same kind of reaction that Sean did when Sean found out that Topanga and Corey weren't together. Mm-hmm. Like they put so much stock in each other's relationships, like to an yeah. unhealthy amount. Um, that Corey would have flipped out. And so I feel like maybe he just casually mentions it to be like done with it, right? Especially because mm-hmm. he's like knows he's about to go in the co-ed bathroom where Corey will not follow. <laughs> so um, he's just like, yeah, uh, that, we broke up. And he's just like, it wasn't just my idea. It was Angela's too. Um, he's like, we talked about new opportunities that are open to, to us here. And, you know, we don't want to miss out. Um, and Corey says, I think you're making a really bad mistake. Mm. Uh, he's like, no, I just, I think we want to just see what else is out there. Um, and Corey, Corey says, can't even fathom this. <laughs> no, Corey's just like, you know, that there's nothing out there better than you and her. And, uh, and yeah, I think Sean does make a valid point. Like this is super common, right? Like usually you go to different colleges and you break up, you don't go to the same college and break up, but Sean makes a good point of like, no one wants to spend the rest of their, or not everybody wants to spend the rest of their life with one girlfriend. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think college is the perfect avenue to explore your options, you know? Exactly. And it's like, I can, I can understand, like, even this situation aside, I can understand what Sean is thinking is like, okay, I I know what I enjoy about Angela and Angela knows what she loves about Sean, right? But it's like, is that truly what's for us? At least we know that about each other. And this is the perfect time to go ahead and explore if something else is for us. And if it's not, it's like that that door isn't closed forever. You know, they still are very much so intertwined in each other's lives because of their friend group. So it's like, it's not like the best of both worlds, but it's just like, okay, let's put a pin in this. Let's explore. Let's learn about ourselves, discover ourselves, go on our own journeys. And if we find our way back to each other, we can. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so Topanka is in agreement, right? Like she, Angela told her about it and she's just like, you know what? You guys are both being super mature and Corey is being very immature. (laughs) Saying sticking, sticking together is mature. Working it out is mature. And Topanga has to like give him a reality check of like not everyone is is like us, you know. Yeah. There are people out there who want to explore their options. Uh, and Corey's just like, I want them to be like us. I want them to be happy. 
it's just like oh my god Corey, like this isn't your relationship like they love to meddle in each other's relationship both him and sean yeah (laughs) exactly um like i'm specifically thinking back to the episode when sean and topanga tried to act like they were together so Mm -hmm. that you know it's just always uh trying to push the other it's always when people can give advice but they don't want to take their own advice um but but yeah i just i feel like Corey is not taking a step back and realizing that Sean and Angela are not Corey and Topanga. Yeah, no, they don't get it. And Topanga is really nice here because she's like, you know what? You're both my friends. No matter what happens, don't worry about it. And she gets Corey to agree to that. Um, and he's, I know you'll be together in the end. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. <sighs> so uh, then we have uh, Jack, Rachel, and Eric going to class. And he's like, hey, doesn't that guy look like Mr. Feeney? He's like, Feeney moved to Wyoming. That's not him. It's like, oh, my God. (laughs) He does look like that guy in the poster by your bed. Like, what does does Eric have in his room that Rachel has seen? A giant poster of Mr. Feeney? Right. And in 98, I can't imagine this was cheap to get, like, you know, like, week you could easily go get something printed like, Mm -hmm. you know, poster style, but this is something that it feels like Eric has ordered. He intended to put it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Goes to like, what is it? Kinko's or something. Right. Yeah. To get this done. Yeah. This is ridiculous. He's like, okay, let's test him. I'm going to ask him a question. Only the real Feeney would know. (laughs) Are you George Feeney? (laughs) Feeney's response is so good. He's just like, it's me, you moron. Oh my gosh. And so he uh, says, he says hi to everyone. Uh, and Rachel's just like, Eric talks about you all the time. It's so nice to finally meet his grandpa. <laughs> it's like only Eric, only mm-hmm. Eric. Uh, this is hilarious. Yeah. And I, I do love Eric saying maybe someday, like that's not how grandparents work, but okay. Um, I know. <laughs> I just love that this was so much better than just like Feeney walking in as a student and just like mm. Eric, like, oh hey, <laughs> this is perfect. So much better. Yeah, yeah. So he's back as a student. Uh, this is so strange. Like, I guess it makes it makes sense for for Feeney to like Feeney. I feel like is the person who never wants to stop learning. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does make sense that he would be back in a classroom setting. Um, but yeah, as a student is a choice, especially as a student who's taking college courses with Eric, (laughs) like you think he'd be, uh, way too smart for these classes. Like, wouldn't he be able to sign up for higher level courses than whatever Eric is taking? Right. Because I guess at this point is Eric, are Eric and Jack, it's it's so hard to tell. Are they third years or like second gosh i I think they're second years because eric like i think eric and Corey are like three years apart but eric didn't go to college right away Mm -hmm. so maybe they're second years i'm gonna say they're probably like sophomores okay okay yeah because yeah yeah feeney would definitely um be able to be in some upper division like Mm -hmm. electives (laughs) you know he wouldn't even be able to go for like his master's like he definitely has at least at least a bachelor's if Mm -hmm. not already a master's right um but yeah just for the i mean obviously we're suspending our disbelief in many ways on this show so (laughs) he is he's in this class with them developmental psychology uh and dean bolander is back we've seen her once before um as the dean 
and she is back. Um, and I love, uh, I've had a rotten morning and I didn't check my mood at the door. <laughs> and he's like, Oh my gosh. He's like, Oh my. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He are they the spice. in, in real life? Are they married at this point? Uh, you mean like outside of, do you mean, does Feeney know her? No. In, in, in like the actors that play Feeney and Dean. Oh my God. They're married in real life. Yeah. <gasps> I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. If, uh, if I am, yeah. Bonnie Barlett, um, Lily Bowen. Up. Yeah. Yeah. He's <gasps> married to, <laughs> but when did they get married? And let me that see. Is oh my gosh. Feeney so is cute. Oh, they got married in 1951. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, 1951. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So they he's 95 and she's 92 at this point. And they're point. both still alive. Wow. Yes. No wonder they had such chemistry on set. On set. My exactly. Gosh. That, and that's what I was thinking was like, okay, even here, I feel like they had good chemistry. And I was like, maybe they're already married at this point. But yeah, yeah. they were because it's in 1951. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so he's like feeling it. He loves the spice. Uh, and so their first group, they're gonna have a group project. It's an exploration of human nature. Um, is a person able to alter a trait ingrained to his behavioral makeup since childhood. And so they need to choose a partner. And, uh, and Eric's like, I call Jack. <laughs> uh, he's like, I knew you'd ask Rachel to be your partner. So I got you before you could get to her. <laughs> She's just like, wait, what? <laughs> Eric logic. Only Eric Logic. So solid. Um, and Rachel, of course, wants Mr. Feeney to be her partner. I mean, Feeney is my pick immediately, mm -hmm. right? Like, he's so smart. Easy. Like, Easy. Come on. Like, I feel um, like I would learn from him just in the project. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so Jax is like, why didn't you just ask Rachel before I got the chance? And he's like, you, it's hard to say. I don't have a lot of control <laughs> over what goes on up here. And he points to his head. <laughs> oh my god i love that uh and so cory um cory finds a rubber band on the door handle i've always heard like scrunchy socks, socks yeah socks i've never heard of rubber bands i feel like rubber band is almost too subtle like what if you missed it <laughs> right but but i agree what if you miss it but cory does not miss it because he picks it up plays with it like it's a toy he thinks oh yeah. it's a little <laughs> right it's like it, a thought never crossed his mind that, no. oh, this is on here for a reason. Yeah, no, because he doesn't he doesn't think like that. Corey is very uh, naive. He would never think that. And so he walks in and we see Cameron again, Cameron yep. from Freshman Orientation. Uh, he's like, this is my roommate, Corey, the rubber band man. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that rubber band was on the door for a reason. And Corey's like, oh, it's a present for me? Like, <laughs> like still. come on. Yeah, still never. Uh, oh the God. train made, never made it home. Um, but you know, with Cameron being there, Angela had every right to be concerned. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, okay, here we go. And uh, Sean's like, you know, the room is occupado. Do you get it? And mm -hmm. he's just like, wait a minute. How can you be with another girl so soon? Isn't there a mourning period? And he's just like, nobody died. She's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Can you please put that on the door and leave? Yeah. Uh, and so he does. And of course, Angela sees it. Uh, she's like, what is that? What's that rubber band doing there? And he's just like, it has nothing to do with what's behind the door. It's like, Corey, be better at lying. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, Corey is awful at lying. Um, there's a, uh, yeah, there, have you seen, have you heard about that new Netflix show uh, where 
it's hosted by Howie Mandel and they just have to lie. It's kind of like how how to how to be a millionaire. Okay. Or, or yeah, when people or is that the name of the show? <laughs> I can't so they, remember. They just have to lie. Like that's like the premise, right? Is the they're lying is all they're the time? answering trivia questions. They can lie, but there are people that have to guess if they're lying oh, or gotcha. they're like BSing. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's called bullshit. And so it uh it's it's kind of entertaining, but I was thinking that like Corey would be awful. And and there are some people on there who are awful. Like they get caught on the first try. Um, yeah. But yeah, like who who can't just make up something on the spot? Like how He's about so I don't know. I don't I don't know why that's there. Yeah. And Angela knows immediately. She's just like, oh, he's got a girl in there. And he's like, no, don't be silly. I was just exercising. And he starts like pulling the rubber band on the door handle. He's just like, feel the burn. Yeah. Uh, and Angela says, I'm okay if Sean has a girl in there. Like, it's fine. And he's like, yeah, he said you would be. And he said, she says, he did? Well, it's none of my business anyway. Uh, why should I care? And Corey, of course, latches right onto that. And he says, you should care. I don't understand how you both can be so calm about this. And she says, you should drop it. I'm fine. He's like, if it's bothering you, you should tell me. She's like, there's nothing to tell. Um, and he says, I'm just trying to be a friend. And so they're, at this point, they're back in her dorm room. And she says, I appreciate it, but let's not kid ourselves. You and I were never really friends to begin with. Uh, and he goes, what? And uh, and yeah, so this is when he's back with Topanga and he is like obsessed with this. He cannot get over the fact that Angela doesn't consider him to be a friend. Mm-hmm. Topanga's just like, listen, like she likes you, but she doesn't know you that well. You don't you never really took the time to get to know her. It's like, yeah, Topanga has the solid points like all over the place, Corey. Come on. Yeah. If anybody knows y'all's relationship, it would be Topanga, who knows mm-hmm. both of y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like you clearly know if, you know, your best friend and your boyfriend know each other. And he just no. should trust what she's saying at this point. Because in, in Corey's mind, I don't understand what he thinks their definition, like what's his definition of friendship with Angela? Yeah. I think he just assumes everyone considers him to be a friend, right? Yeah. Um, and he's like, she's, he, she said, or Topanga says like, you never took the time to get to know her. You never pulled her aside. And he's like, she never pulled me aside either. And she's like, yeah, I know. Let it Boy, go. Proven. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then Topanga's like, well, we have the room to ourselves. So they start making out, but Corey can't let this go. He immediately is just like, how could you not like me? Uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, so we're going to get back to that. I do, I do like, um, I think it's always interesting when you have like an ensemble cast to kind of s- get two different, you know, get pairs all over the place, right? Like you split off two different characters that maybe don't usually have scenes together mm-hmm. and you're always going to get something interesting out of it. So I like this storyline, um, uh, between Angela and Corey. Me too, because yeah, it, it's always fun getting, you know, two actors in the same room that don't get to run lines together, you know, mm-hmm. but it, and it also just takes us to a new place. Cause I was like, you know what? We haven't gotten Corey and Angela just interacting yeah. one-on-one. And so I just kind of love her approach in these scenes is just like, she's just like, Oh, Corey, you just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's nice because I'm very, I am like, a, this is a pro Angela podcast. Yes, like, we I love, love Angela. Angela. <laughs> And so to get her any more backstory for her and get her on screen more, like I am, I am always going to be a pro that because yes. Angela is, she got my MVP point last season and that was her first season and she didn't, she wasn't like a major presence yet, but just because man, she loves to drop truth bombs. Like no one else is ever willing to tell 
the heart, the be blunt about the truth. Mm-hmm. And Angela is. And I appreciate that like she is the straight man to everyone else's like kooky schemes I yeah. like I love her for that yes um so yeah then we're back in class and Feeney gets Feeney gets called on so yeah so he he gets everyone to stay quiet uh and she's like oh you've done this before George and he's like oh she knows my name like <laughs> <laughs> I love giddy Feeney it's very yes. fun um and so uh and so yeah Feeney's just like come on Rachel we have to go first teachers love the firsters like (laughs) he's like listen she's gonna be impressed with our initiative and we'll set an impossible standard for the rest of the class uh and Rachel's like no I can't I hate I hate first I can't go first he's like come on we could do it um and so uh and so Eric stands up too and he's just like Jack and I are ready wait what was our thing again what are we (laughs) doing No. Right. Were you ever the type to go first? Um, I usually preferred going more in the middle. Like I feel like I but I was very pro getting it out of the way is more how I would put it. It was not so much that I wanted the teacher to like like me. It was more that like I was so nervous that I would rather go first and then be able to relax. Yes. Um, Oh, same. I literally I kind of thought about it in the same way that Feeney thinks about it though but kind of in the opposite way where Feeney is trying to set the standard I don't want anyone else setting the standard and you so have that, to follow that yes exactly so yeah. then there's like more pressure to do more with your presentation so I'd rather go first every yeah. time I'm with you yeah and so uh, so then they go up and uh poor Rachel has such stage fright she can't speak she's just like Feeney I'm so nervous um and so Feeney starts talking instead he says we're gonna prove strength of character is the predominant force (laughs) um and so he starts talking about like reformed criminals and if they return to their old neighborhood does that mean they're gonna return to a life of crime and he's like wants people to answer and so of course Jack answers he's like no not if he's determined not to and uh, Feeney is like, oh, very good. And I, I love Eric being like, oh, Mr. Suck up to the teacher. Uh, and Jack's like, he's not the teacher. Yep, <laughs> that like, was why hilarious. Did, why did you answer him? And Jack's like, his will is too strong. <laughs> How about he a- asked a question? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, and so then the dean asks, oh, so you're suggesting environment has no effect on behavior? And Feeney. Ooh, he is so bold. He says, there'll be ample time for questions after my presentation and a hand raise wouldn't kill you. <laughs> and it's like, and everybody is shocked, especially Rachel. She's like, what are you doing? Yeah, it doesn't even register as it comes out of his mouth. Like, yeah. at least he could have caught himself as he said it, like, oh, my gosh. But it wasn't until the reactions that he's like, what have I done? Yeah. He's like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what got into me. I'm so sorry. Uh, and then he says to Rachel, like, oh, can you, like, you should continue. And she's like, I can't, like, uh, I can't continue with our theory because, uh, it was wrong. Right. Like environment obviously has a stronger effect on behavior than we realized. Uh, and he's like, but you overcame your environment. You're not nervous. And she's like, yeah, but you haven't. And it's just like reality check to Feeney of like, yeah, you're in a classroom. Your, your natural inclination is to teach. You're, you're comfortable in front of the class. Um, you're not as comfortable in a seat, you know? Yes. It's funny because I know they try to work in these lessons in certain episodes or not work them in, but like sometimes we get these teaching moments, right? Of like what their actual assignment was. But I feel like this was one of the very few moments that I at least remember that it really applied. Like it had a, a bearing on what was actually happening in the plot rather than just like some random theory. 
Yeah, yeah. This this made a lot of sense. Um, and I do like that Rachel is like the one who is like giving him the reality check mm -hmm. of like, oh, actually. Yeah. Um, I think it's stronger that way. Like he does realize it himself, but I do like the idea that like Feeney is very smart, obviously, mm -hmm. but it, it, not everybody has their faults, and yeah. I, I like the fact that like he can't see it. She <laughs> has to explain it to him. Yeah. Um. So Corey goes to Angela's dorm room. <laughs> gotten her flowers and balloons from your friend Corey. <laughs> oh, Corey is so overbearing. Like he's just like he's just he he's a smotherer he until you see until he can understand what you're saying or until you can see his point. Yeah, and he's like he's very um we've like Sarah and I have talked at length about Corey <laughs> and like all of his Leo tendencies and yeah. like the fact that like he can't just send the balloons or or send the flowers and let it be, he immediately has to go over there and be like, "Oh, who sent you these?" <laughs> like so OTT. Um, he's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm trying to study." Uh, and and he's like, "Oh, remember the last time we studied together?" She's like, "Actually, that like never happened. We've never studied together." Um, and, uh, and yeah, he goes on and on and on and he tells Angela, uh, your friendship is super important to me. It doesn't matter what happens between you and Sean. Like I'm here for you. And Angela goes to shower cause it's the one place he can't follow her. <laughs> <laughs> that was smart. Honestly, yes. so smart. And this is what prompts Corey to finally get face his fears, um, is he pops in and he, and she's just like, I thought you were scared of this place. And he says, I'm more scared of losing you. Uh, and she says, what do you want with me? And he says, I want to know why you don't want to be friends with me. Uh, don't you think I'm worth being friends with? And she says, it has nothing to do with you. Uh, he's like, just because you broke up with Sean doesn't mean we can't be friends. And this is where we get the truth. Finally, where she says, I didn't break up with Sean. He broke up with me. Can I get back to my shower now? And Corey, of course, like, again, Corey doesn't Corey is very self-interested in that he needs all the information like screw how someone is feeling about it he mm -hmm. needs to know everything it doesn't matter if it's like upsetting someone to tell him exactly it's like he needs it's, it's not it's yeah it's it's also so he needs to know all the information but he also needs to find his place in the, in the issue yeah. and like he wants to make sure that like because for her to say they're not friends he's like okay now that's something I need to fix. And then yeah. if it's okay, if it has nothing to do with you. Okay. So, but, but we're friends, you know, even though you're upset about Sean, we yeah. are still friends, right? It's like, he's, he wants to have, he wants to be able to know that he's done all he can do to fix something. Um, even though he has no control over this and it never once crossed his mind that being with him or being his friend or being around him would remind her of Sean. Like, yeah, naturally. So like if you're friends with Corey, Corey, you're still friends with Sean. Sean's going to show up. If I want to hang out with you, Sean's going to be there or he's going to accidentally show up. Like why would I ever want to put myself in that situation? And yeah. I think it's just Corey's inability to put himself in other people's shoes is just his downfall every single time. Yeah, he it, he always makes it about himself. You're right. He always needs to find where he falls in all yeah. of this, and <laughs> and it's it's it can be detrimental. Yeah. And um and he's like, well, Sean thinks it's mutual, uh, and she's like, that's what I want him to think. Please don't ask me about this. 
He says, why didn't you just tell him that you don't want to break up with him then? And like, it's like, Corey, think about this. Like, she's just like, yeah, that's every girl's dream to beg someone to stay with her. He needs a space. He wants to meet new people. Uh, and, and Corey, Corey just cannot let it go. It's like, Corey, if one, if one person in a couple wants to break up, those people break up regardless of how the other person feels. Yeah. And so it's just like, and so Corey cannot let this go. He's like, you know, he's never going to find anybody as good as you. And it's just like, even if that's true, um, what is Angela supposed to do about that? Like, right. You know, you're putting her in an impossible situation. And what about the other the the other side of it is can yeah. Angela do better than Sean? Yeah, but yeah. I know I know Corey sees Sean in such a like this is in such a positive light. But yeah. it's like also think about the dynamic of their relationship. But yeah, no one wants to beg. I'm sorry if someone wants to break up with me, which it which has never happened. I've always been the one to end things, <laughs> not to brag, but it has never happened. Same with me, honestly. It's right. never happened either, so I don't know what it's like. Exactly, it's a camera light, <laughs> but it's like I would never beg to or just be like, no. But I want to be with you, so let's 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 figure out how to change your right. mind. Right, and Angela even says like, you don't even know me though. Yeah. And Corey says, fine, you're right. Uh, I don't know you, but I want to know you. Will you give me a chance to know you? Uh, and, uh, and so, yeah, it's just like, uh, Corey says friendship is what is going to get us through all of this. Uh, and he says, I'm never going to go away. Uh, and she's just like, you don't get it. Do you? It's hard enough to be in the same school with him in the same classes with him. But just when I'm not thinking about him, you come over here and hassle me and like, bring him back up. How do you expect me to hang out with you without thinking about him? He says, I'm not Sean. I'm me. If you just let me be friends with you, I can make it better. Um, and it's he's so like I just wish he'd give her some space to like think about this. He's so just like over the top, and like it's all about him. Yeah, like it's not about her. I know he tries to act like it is. He tries to act like I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you get over him, or I'm gonna help put you back together. Like I'm just gonna help you in general. No, he's doing this because he feels bad that she doesn't want to be his friend and he wants to be her friend yeah he's like who doesn't want to be my friend yeah it's like it's not about take yourself out of the equation then maybe Mm -hmm. you can see things a little bit clearer but Corey never knows how to do that no um and uh and so yeah she says you want to be my friend he says yeah she says you're gonna keep to yourself how i feel about him he says yeah uh she says i don't want him to stop looking for who he is because he feels sorry for me so you can't say anything about this ever and he says, oh, well, can I talk about it with Topanga? And she's like, Topanga doesn't know. I haven't told her. Uh, and he says, she's your best friend. And she says, right. And you haven't told her. Right. But you told me. Uh, it'll just be a secret between friends. Um, and yeah, this I thought was interesting. And it also made me feel really sad for for Angela. Because as much as she's BFFs with Topanga and like mm-hmm. she had this relationship with Sean, I feel like she's always going to be the outsider in certain regards, right? Like she's the late comer. She wasn't involved with this trio. They always say it's from like kindergarten, but we all know it's not. But anyway, like she's not going to be, she, she missed the head start. Um, And so I think like beyond the obvious, like, uh, you know, she is a person of color, like beyond all of those reasons, she's an outsider. And I feel bad that like, she didn't even feel like she could confide in Topanga about this. I know and it yeah it sucks because yeah Topanga goes so far back with Sean I feel yeah. like if push came to shove 
that's who she's prioritizing um, because Sean is like family at this point. Yeah. And, you know, it, 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 it does truly suck. And I wish that even throughout the series, I wish that she or like throughout the rest of the season, I do wish that she was able to find another person that was like close outside yeah. of um, this group because it, it's so hard to catch up. Yeah, it's it's really sad, um, especially because I think you're right. I think like if push came to shove, Corey would insist Topanga chooses Sean. Yes. Um, <laughs> we know how he can be. And so it does suck. It sucks that she doesn't feel like she can talk to anybody about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do love getting more Angela. And I, I, I love the, the last scene. We'll talk about it. But we have yeah. to go back to the classroom first. Uh, Eric and Jack, they finish by saying we give you the Swiss. Uh, watches chocolate cheese we give you the swiss <laughs> and jack is like we were supposed to prove something it's like what the hell is that i want to know the rest of this presentation to be honest right. like i would have loved to see it because what the hell are they talking about i know like, we could have gotten two minutes of this i would have thoroughly enjoyed where eric was trying to find a point yeah the, yeah. the michael's out of it yeah but where was he starting and where did he plan to end yeah just talking to talk yeah this is so ridiculous um, the dean wants to have a word with Feeney, uh, and she's like, that was quite the presentation. And he says, I don't know what got into me. Uh, she says, what got into you was something that never really left. And he says, I, I meant to come here as a student. I retired from teaching. Um, and yeah, and she says, well, when I stopped teaching to become a dean, I thought the same thing. But here we are. We're teachers, George. You put us in a classroom and we teach. <sighs> he says, I still have a lot to learn. I'm really sorry, Rachel. I was a really poor choice for a partner um and he says uh and so then yeah she's like i'd much rather have you as a teacher than a partner and the dean says i'd much rather have you as a colleague than a student um she's maybe you'll call my office about that uh and so uh they like have this exchange and she's like you're welcome george i look forward to your call it's very like ooh, something's going on right and we, get, we have been waiting six seasons for this <laughs> yeah. like when you if you would have told me we would wait six seasons for the right. first like official Feeny call. I would have told you you're nuts. Like I could not believe this is so Boy Meets World. Like this is probably one of the first things people think about when they think about Boy Meets World. And yet, like it took us so long for him to just be like, yes. And it's, just, and it's not that. It's like it's the fact that it goes on for so long. It goes, what? Yes. <laughs> It's wonderful. And the cat, he's like, meow, meow. Like, it goes on for so long. And William Daniel's face in this scene, like, at the fact that he could keep a straight face, he's like one of those, like, guards outside of, like, in, you know, in Britain. Like, he's like one of those that, like, you're not supposed to break. Yeah. His face, he's so serious. It killed me. Absolutely killed me. <laughs> this had to be, like, a first take because there was so much impression. It felt like there was so much improv, but yeah, it's like, the, it's like, it's like that thing that I can't remember the term for it, but when people remember things, like we all remember it one way, but it didn't happen that way. If we, if you were to tell us before this, that like, yeah. oh, what's one key thing about Eric? Like, oh, he always did like the funny Feeny call. 
Yes. But not season six. I couldn't believe it. And you're right. I think you're so right. I feel like they had said to Wilfredell, like, okay, you just have to do the fee-hee-hee-hee-ne and then improv the rest. Yes. Because it is so, like, outlandish and ridiculous. Like, who thinks to go, like, wow? Like, it's so, it's so silly. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so it's it's just, it's so perfect. Um, but I, I could I couldn't believe it took this long. It just feels so ingrained in Boy Meets World. Yes. Um, I guess it just shows just how iconic it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like the fact that it could come up in season six and be something that we think about to this day about yes. Boy Meets World. Um, so yeah, so then we get uh <laughs> we get back in the co-ed bathroom. Corey is like over his fear of the bathroom. He's taken five showers in a single day. I'm like, you're gonna dry out your skin, Corey. <laughs> What are you doing? Oh, gosh. Of course. In true Corey fashion, just has to d- do the most. Um, like, now that he's acclimated, he can take he can take however many showers he wants. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, Topanga says, oh, there's that guy Tim in our econ class. I'm thinking maybe him and Angela could get together. And Corey says, no, he's not right for – I mean, she's not right for him. I mean, I don't think we should be setting up Angela so quickly. <laughs> Um, I really like this. Like, I think yes. that, I mean, he sucks at being subtle, yes. obviously, but I appreciate that he is like putting the kibosh on this right away. He's mm-hmm. just like, no, I don't think she's ready yet. Like, I think we need to wait. Is it as Angela's friend or is it because he secretly knows that she isn't, she wasn't the one to end it so that there's still a chance between her and Sean? I think I think it could be both, but I would say like 70% is because Angela has said like she's not moving on yet. Mm-hmm. And I think he doesn't want to put Angela in the awkward position to be like, no, and then yeah. gonna question it. And so I would say I still think though like 30 or 40% is is uh is <laughs> yeah. him being like, but they could get back together. <laughs> right. Exactly. You can't you can't change Corey that quickly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, and so, so then everybody else comes in. Right. And, uh, and he says, I don't know. I don't know what I was so afraid of, uh, you know, eventually they'll put these in people's homes. What a terrific idea. (laughs) Um, and so then we have Sean coming in. Everyone's kind of brushing their teeth at the sinks and Sean comes in and he goes, Oh, Hey Corey, what's up? And Corey says, uh, and Angela kind of makes eye contact with Corey in the mirror and he says nothing. And then I do, I love like the very subtle, like Angela wink at Corey in the mirror. Yeah. I think this was such a great ending for this episode. I feel like that so is all good. we needed. It's Angela and Corey aren't best friends, but yes. like that little moment was enough to like cement, like, okay, we're friends now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. It was, yeah. Th- I, I think that's all they need. I think they just need a friendship. And I think, it, the fact that Corey is okay, that they're not best friends. They just, they have an understanding. They can talk to each other as friends and that's all they need. Yeah, uh, exactly. I thought, I, I loved these episodes paired together. I feel like they're a perfect one, two. Again, I know it's episodes three and four, but really like the yeah. first two episodes of the college years. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it. Obviously, like I love Angela and Sean together. So it's kind of sucks to have them broken up. But I do think it opens us up for more interesting things to happen this season. Yes. Um, so overall, I do think, and I think it's very realistic. I think this is like a totally natural mm-hmm. thing to have happen. There's no way the show is going to split up Corey and Topanga at this point. So yeah. uh, to get some interesting dynamics, I think it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. I, I enjoyed the pairing of these two. I'm glad we talked about them together because they. I just feel like it perfectly led into the other. 
uh, especially with the, you know, the bathroom continuation. Um, but yeah, this, I thought that was perfect, uh, way to wrap up the Angela and Corey stuff. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't try to drag that out over multiple episodes. Felt yeah. like it was just a quick, a quick, quick hit, quick understanding from Corey's end and then yeah. they could be okay moving forward. <laughs> Yeah, it was a great, a great two episodes. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Asia. Substituting in today, playing, playing substitute teacher. Yes. Uh, kind of like a Feeny, you know, right. taking your spot at the front of the class. Yeah. Um, what do you have going on? What do you want to tell everybody about? Yeah, so if y'all want to hear more of me, you can go follow me on Twitter at Asia Like Asia, A-Y-S-H-A, like A-S-I-A. I am currently tra- wrapping up this current season of married at first sight if you've never seen it it's worth a watch um i'm co-hosting it with uh, my awesome co-host jason reed over on the love at first sight feed uh under rob has a podcast so if you want to listen to married at first sight love is blind or the ultimatum coverage subscribe to the love at first sight feed and get all the content there Jason and I are going to be recording our last episode for this season uh, this week. So uh, we'll be putting a pin in that. And then the new season of Married at First Sight starts July 6th. So we get a nice, tiny one-month break (laughs) before it all starts (laughs) up again. Because we literally started, we started covering this, like the season started in January. Oh my and God, it goes on forever. <laughs> it's so, it's so hard to stick with, which is why a lot of people that listen, just listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. They like, don't even bother with the show anymore, which is great. Cause we're like, look, we got it all for you. If you just want to have an entertaining podcast. This is one you can listen to one stop shop. Yeah. So you don't even have to watch the show to listen to us. So just go check us out, subscribe to our feed and uh, follow me on Twitter. And you can find out whenever uh, I, I'm, I'm doing anything. <laughs> Amazing. Um, of course you can get all the shit ninety shows podcast uh content at shit ninety shows on uh or excuse me at shit nineties pod on Twitter and Instagram, shit nineties pod.com. You can send us in an email, a voicemail, any type of feedback. We love to get it. Um, of course, next week we're coming back with more season six episodes, episodes five and six, another double header. Uh, we're gonna be talking to uh returning guest Mary Krakowski. Super excited to talk to Mary again. Mm-hmm. Um loving this season so far i love a college years uh like show it's just it's very fun time in in shows really history, usually <laughs> yeah. um of course we're also covering dawson's creek so go check out that content and you can also hear sarah and i covering uh we just finished up coverage for the flight attendant over on posher recaps network uh and we just started our coverage on the time traveler's wife which is another hbo show uh so go give that a listen as well um you can also hear me on community building over at post show recaps anything i'm ever talking about though i tweet about uh at the just sterling on twitter and sarah is at sarah ferguson uh we appreciate you all for listening have a good one we will talk to you all next week bye everybody just ask shit 90 shows taught me Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.